This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Really interesting stuff from the whale capper Drew Densick joining us in the last segment. Love having whale on Magnificent Football Mondays. John Heyman joins us 40 minutes from now. We'll say hey man to Heyman when he joins us to talk Major League Baseball. Trade deadline coming up tomorrow. All things Major League Baseball. Eight buckets for the New York Jets on the way as well. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. But for now, Jake, we keep rolling with It Moved. Uh, our breakdown of week one in the National Football League. We've touched on the Chiefs and the Lions, the Falcons and the Panthers thus far. Now how about an AFC battle here in Baltimore? This one's pretty interesting, right? With the Ravens and their new look offense with Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin and Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., etc. Against C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, and the Houston Texans. Ken, where are we side in total right now, Ravens and Texans? Your thoughts on this game? Probably, uh, I mean, we just did two games where there was like movement around the key number of seven and then movement around the key number of three. No such interesting element to this game. Uh, Will the game go to 10 or not is like the only thing that's been interesting for a long time. Uh, Market open nine and a half most places, has stayed nine and a half most places. MGM is nine and a half. There's just not a lot going on. The total got bet down a little bit, but has basically stayed the same. So that's... It's kind of like a weird way to phrase it, but I guess it's like, oh, here's one where everybody's kind of like took a look and was like, yeah, probably about right. Like probably, okay. You know, even just the most basic handicapping aspects of this game or any NFL game, like should the spread be one possession? Yes or no? No. Okay. Ravens should be more than a possession. All right. Like, should they be 14? Probably not. That's probably like a little bit too much. And here we are. <laughs> like, and you're saying that's, that's where we are right now. And I, the problem is, like, I don't know what the angle or argument is that this isn't what we should be. I know there's a lot of interest in, like, Baltimore's offense and how it could be new and exciting and different. Like, Todd Munkin's the new offensive coordinator, and Greg Roman is not the offensive coordinator anymore. And that could be, like, a big style change. But does that style change mean, like, well, they should be 10 instead of 9.5, or they're going to score a bunch of points in week one against, like, we did coach quarterback with Panthers Falcons, like who has the better coach, who has the better quarterback. Maybe Carolina is the answer to both, which is funny because they're a dog. I mean, I think Lamar and Harbaugh are clearly the answer to this question, but it's not that who's better. It's just like, I don't have a clue what CJ Stroud is and I don't have a clue what D'Amico Ryans is as a coach. Maybe he's great. I don't know. And look at, look how low the bar was last year that he's trying to clear, which is kind of how the team's being rated right now. So like it's could be worse. Stroud's a rookie on the road against the Ravens defense. He could be brutal, but I just, it's kind of a mystery and the market's projecting a blowout. And I kind of just agree with that. Uh, and this is another game where it's like, 
I don't know if I would feel confident being like, oh, we're going to 10 or there's going to be money coming in on the Texans because the number is too big. It kind of feels like so far, I just, everybody collectively, including me, is like, yeah, this, this kind of looks fine. I, I think here's where – so if I had to guess, I think it's more likely to close 10 than like – obviously, than like go down to like a number where you consider like betting seven. More. I think it's – yeah, I think it's – obviously nine and a half so obviously that's the case i would have interest in betting baltimore in this game i don't think this is i don't know what i would need to bet houston um probably a number that will never exist i think this may end up being i agree with you on that because you can just not bet the game like you could just not bet the but to bet houston to like confidently push the button on houston like what is like what's your number where you're like i'm clicking the button on houston 13 13 and a half i might want more so there is signal around the so signal. I, I really like this word. Like a lot oh, of people you're in on this it. now. I, yeah, big sports like, betting it's not, word. Yeah. It's not my word. So like a thousand people have used is there it for me, but I like word? it. Wager, wagertainment. There's a word that's your word. Well, it's <laughs> actually, well, it's not my word. Oh, guess oh, wait, well, yeah. what? What's that? Oh, Odyssey oh. is just trademarked signal. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, so there is hashtag signal right now. Um. Mm. And how do we know this? Because they're saying it. Oh. So the Texans' new offensive coordinator yeah. is uh, Bobby Slowick, who comes over from, from the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree in San Francisco, right? Along with D'Amico Ryans. Um, Slowick is telling people, Texans are telling people, that they are going to be a run-first offense this year. Makes sense, right? With a rookie quarterback. The offensive line is actually, like, pretty good in Houston. Like, Tunsil's really good. Uh, Titus Howard is good. Kenyon Green is good. Like, this is an above-average offensive line. And they're talking about, like, Damian Pierce is going to be the centerpiece of this offense. And I think it makes a lot of sense, both because, A, you've got a rookie quarterback, and, B, when you look at the receivers right now for this Texans offense, Nico Collins, who, like, I like and, like, could be decent. Also, you never want him to be, like, the number one option in your passing offense. And maybe that'll be Dalton Schultz, actually, the tight end that they brought over from Dallas. Otherwise, it's John Mechie, who obviously missed his rookie year because because of leukemia. And thank God he's back on the field and the young man is doing well. And I like him as a talent. Also, I think it's, like, a lot to expect, like, to do well week one against the Baltimore Ravens. There's hype around Tank Dell, rookie receiver that C.J. Stroud uh, lobbied Nick Casario in the Texans' front office to draft. Also, week one against the Ravens in Baltimore, are we expecting Tank Dell to have, like, a huge game there? And, like, the corpse of Robert Woods. Is Houston going to be able to move the ball in this game? Like, maybe as the year goes on and, like, Mechie gets better and Dell gets better and Stroud gets a little better, like, there's a case to be made this offense could be pretty exciting as the year goes on if the line's good and they can run the football a little bit. Is it happening here in this game? Because I don't think there's any question the Ravens are scoring in this game. Can Houston score to catch up? I think this is like, if you like the Texans, their only path is if this game goes under. Ravens turn it over a bunch. They possess the ball for, like, 38 minutes. I don't see either happening. I think it's likely, Ken, I'll end up with a bet on the Ravens here. And it's up at a number under 10. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of a compelling case, right? Because what what we talked about before, what I said before was, okay, like, if you're, <clears throat> if you know the win total markets for all the teams, you can at least have, not perfectly, but you can have some idea of what the point spreads will be if they play each other. It's like, here's a team Ravens with a really high win total. Here's a team Houston with a really low one. That's why it's more than a touchdown. And yet, like, the win total for Houston isn't just, like, what week one is going to be though it's that 
oh, well, maybe in the last eight weeks with a rookie quarterback, they start playing a lot better. So, like, is there a time when if you had to pick a week of the season, and this is true, this doesn't have to be true just with Houston, you could say that about Carolina or Indianapolis or just teams with first-year head coaches who are trying to do it. You could say it about Arizona. Uh, and they're in a completely different situation, although they do have a first-year head coach. Like, in what week in what week will they be the worst? And the answer for a lot of them is, like, the first week. Because, like, nobody's – you haven't learned how to do anything yet. <laughs> like you said, training camp, you haven't played against other teams. Uh, it's totally different playing in a regular season game, obviously, versus a preseason game. So I think if you had an angle to bet Baltimore, it would be like – now you can make the same case with Baltimore, like, first time running this offense in an NFL game. I guess that would be the counter-argument. Like, they have something they're they're trying to get – not even rust off, but just get acclimated to. But yeah, like, is this, is Houston going to be one of those teams where, hey, it's like week 13, 14, 15, and they're like, you know, what's one of the cliche, building towards something. They're like kind of one of those cliche terms. They're definitely not a coach on the way out. It's a first-year head coach. It's definitely not a quarterback on the way out. They're going to bench for somebody. He's second overall pick. So all of that kind of makes sense for maybe like, maybe really early week one, maybe Baltimore's a little better. And yeah, like if it's, so do you think the Ravens are scoring? Like if it's, if it's, I was going to say 14 nothing. If it's 10 nothing, done. And it's Stroud with these guys on the road. On the road against like a well-coached team with a really good home field advantage usually. I mean, that's tough. <laughs> that's really tough. <laughs> that's a, like that's, you know, like there are there are big underdogs that don't and people would be like, "Well, any big underdog, you could say that." Well, like not not really. This is like a pretty unique situation versus some other spreads like this. Like Detroit, Kansas City is seven. That's basically a possession. And like, yeah, like Goff and Ben Johnson, like down two touchdowns. Like they're going to backdoor that game a bunch of times because they score a ton of points in the offense and they've been running for, you know, last couple of years, whatever. So like, that's not this. So it's almost like situationally, yeah, the Ravens, any team that's a favorite can play bad. The Ravens could go 0 for 4 on fourth down and they can fumble the ball three times because any team could do that. But just, I, I, I at least think the number's right. I don't think I would ever bet Houston. It's just, is this, should the Ravens be even more than this or is the number just correct? I don't think I've decided. It sounds like you've decided that Baltimore is correct. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't bet the game yet, I guess. And you bring up a good point, right? Which is, hey, if we're going to make this case that Houston's running out something new and they may struggle, then I think we at least have at least have to have the conversation. Like maybe the Ravens, like this new high-flying offense we're all expecting, the air raid now, Lamar throwing the ball more. Maybe it takes a little bit to get going. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I think it's something that requires a little more thought. So I, it's like never Houston. It's only Baltimore as of right now. We'll see what happens in training camp in the preseason, and we'll see what happens as we approach uh, Sunday, September 10th. You better you bet with Nick and Ken rolling through week one in the national football league uh rolling is probably the wrong word choice we're like uh mm. moving leisurely <laughs> moving leisurely through the week one yes. board uh <laughs> so we move now ambling yeah yeah we're ambling we're moving to the uh we'll amble to indianapolis i feel like jim mercy mm. is doing a lot of ambling these days yeah am something uh the colts yeah. the colts who i mean i i feel like this organization's going off the rails and i hope that uh, that that's wrong going like the jeff said yeah i don't I still think like it may be Steichen's really competent and Richardson's good. Jeff Saturday was last year. Mind. Going yeah. off the rails? <laughs> yeah, I guess they were. Guess that they was went last off the rails season. Already. That was like to almost a year ago. <laughs> but I mean, for anyone following like like the Colts with Jonathan Taylor and Ursay like throwing Taylor under the bus, Taylor's formally requested a trade. I I don't really think Taylor matters that much, but that's just that's just my opinion. But anyway, as of right now, I, I, we can assume that Taylor will be on the field, and we who the hell knows? Uh, the Colts. 
with Anthony Richardson likely to start. He had like no surgery today, like a like deviated septum or something. He'll be back in practice tomorrow on a Tuesday. Uh, Jacksonville, they're ending defending AFC South Division champs. Three and a half point road dogs at the Colts. Total 43 and a half. Game one, uh, not just favorites. for Anthony Richardson. Jaguars, excuse me. Jaguars, yeah. three and a half point favorites at the Colts, excuse me. Uh, not just the first game for Anthony Richardson, but also the first game as a head coach for new Colts man in charge, Shane Steichen, former Eagles offensive coordinator. Uh, what do we think about yeah. this game? Uh, Colts and Jags. Yeah, man, another point spread movement wise that's uh, not a lot has happened. Uh, open three and a half most places, still three and a half basically everywhere. MGM three and a half. Total bet up a little bit, but it was pretty low, 43 to start out with. Um, we were talking to. Was, did we do that on air with Whale or in the in the commercial break where we had talked about the total of this? Game? You asked uh, him in the air. break, right? Yeah, off and air, he yeah. and he's like, uh, like could kind of see, you know, basically the Jags. I don't think not like revealing any trade secrets or whatever. Could kind of see the Jags being able to score a lot on Indianapolis' secondary. It was like just not something that he had bet, but just like a thought that he had on the game. And so I'm like, all right. Like you've got like Lawrence against Colts backfield, uh, obviously like in a dome, and you have a rookie quarterback. Now Bryce Young's going to Atlanta. That's like going to be a lot tougher than what Anthony Richards said. Like home Jacksonville, a lot different situation. Yeah, could kind of see it playing out that way. Um, you know, can the Colts get to 17 points in this game or something? To 20 points would definitely hit the over. Probably the way the game's going to play out. Maybe um, this is another one where okay, like where do I think the number is going? I ha don't I have to say up right now? Oh, like, like how much though? Like how much? Nothing. Like very nothing. little. Yeah. Four. <laughs> but like, but how can I say down when like Jonathan Taylor may not play in the game? I'm gonna say down when that's true. Like that's just again. Like, what is the news like, involving either team? Richardson would have to like look insane yeah. in the preseason. Like that's how it right. happens. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Like, like, what is the news around each team? Jacksonville, like, Ridley looks awesome. Other than that, not much going on. Like, okay, what's going on with Indianapolis? Well, where do you want to start? Like, Anthony Richardson's a rookie starting. The owner might be completely insane and is, like, leaking things about the running back, like, the star running back who wants, him like, a billion dollars a year. So, yeah, directionally, I guess up. But this just this feels like a number that, like, just should be three and a half, right? Like, Jaguars are like made the playoffs last year, return coach and quarterback, high win total on the road against a team that is struggling and starting a rookie. Those numbers are three and a half all the time. Like that's a really common number for a matchup and situation like this. So I don't know why this one would be different right now. Now it can be different if Richardson's terrible or looks great in the preseason, whether you agree with that or not, uh, there can be an adjustment in the market for that. Or if like, like if Taylor became so messy that it got covered to death, Maybe I guess there would be some kind of weird mania around that, and like the number could move a little bit, but feels like a three and a half. More likely to go up or down. I never would have set up like a week ago, and now I don't know. Like, could it go to four? Maybe I guess just because of all the discussion going on around around both teams. Is there anything you think you want to do in this game? Where normally we see like division home dogs be valuable in week one. I don't know if this is the division. I think Nick uh, Nick froze there for a second. Oh, oh there we go. Nick, you're back. You were asking me about division dogs. I think you were I back. Know, yeah. I don't know if this is a division home dog in week one that I want that I want a piece of here. Like the Colts right. potentially against Jacksonville. Right now, rookie quarterbacks can be like anything really, but on average, like what are they? It it's a steep learning curve. Like the that's you know it's tough to win a ton of games as a rookie quarterback. That's why very few rookie quarterbacks win a bunch of games and make the playoffs and like set the world on fire in their first year. Um, and you know especially like pairing them with a new head coach. So you know like 
Could it be the Colts in the game? Sure. I think the Jags are very likely to win a lot of regular season games this year. Continuity with coach and quarterback, and they're both really good in a bad division. So, like, I, I agree with the Jags rating. I, I think they should be rated like a, a team that's good enough to be three and a half on the road against another team. Um, what do I rate the Colts as? Like, I, a big question mark, and it makes it, like, really tough to bet the game, I think. More more likely to be... Let's see. So then what is it to win total? Six and a half, seven? Are they more likely to be worse than that or better than that to me? Uh, this year, worse. Agreed. And then maybe eventually better. But this this year specifically, I guess a little worse. But I kind of just agree with both win total. I haven't bet either win total either. So that I, that's how I get a number like this too. During the break, bring up a recent picture of Colts head coach Shane Steichen. Oh boy. When we get back on the air, tell me who you think he looks like. That's not a leading question. I just think like, he looks very interesting. He looks Glass like a bunch of and, people. Uh, and uh, so the guy from Oppenheimer. Killian Murphy, yeah. Killian yeah. Murphy whatever. Uh, on whatever. the other side, we'll continue breaking down week one in the NFL. How about the Vikings and the Bucks in Minnesota? Coming up next.